Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, good morning, amigo. Hey, this is Ron Rivera. You're listening to Slam Radio. Rise and shine. Good morning to you. Get the hell up. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. Good morning, amigo. Sirius XM 145. It's a 70s type of rejoin. So weird. It's got a little bit of everything. Yeah. It's got a nice beat. It's different. It's got the fanfare, trumpet fanfare, and it has cop cars. Interesting. I'm, uh, I'm going to answer this phone call on the air. You can go ahead and narrate it and mute my phone if you don't mind. All right. Hello. Si, ella está preparando para ir a un appointment que tiene. ¿En qué le puedo ayudar? Sounds like Amigo is getting a phone call for his daughter or his wife. Si, ella tiene una cita mañana con usted a las 11. Very funny how Amigo turned very proper speaking when he speaks Spanish. Muy bien, muy bien. Muy bien, sí, claro que muy bien. Está bien. You gonna be all right? Oh, no, hey, we're back here on Good Morning Amigo with you, Amigo. Eavesdropping on your phone call. Right. It's eavesdropping or eavesdropping? Eavesdropping. Because it says so fast, it sounds like eavesdropping. It's eavesdropping. You teach me English every day. <laughs> eavesdropping. So, yeah, they were calling to confirm some appointment of some sort. I'd handle my mother-in-law's business, too. Oh, I thought it was maybe about your wife or your, no, or your daughter. No, no, no. I handle a lot of things. You know how that is. All right, so Talking Hoops with Coach Roque. He'll be calling in momentarily. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. So we'll be ready to go. Uh, <laughs> That's not good. No, I'm just I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to him. Your boy Billy put out a funny tweet out last night. My boy... Billy Corbin. We were talking about him earlier. Yeah, what did he do? So Andy Slater had reported last night um, that the Miami-Dade Mayor Jimenez will consider allowing fans at Marlins Park starting next month. Uh, Marlins must first submit a plan to the county showing how fans can socially distance. Oh, boy. <laughs> His response. It's long-standing policy at Marlins Park to have at least 50 seats empty between attendees. <laughs> Oh, Billy. All right, so uh, we're going to get to going with talking hoops with Coach Roque. I, not a lot. Not a lot. But um, 
I'm sure we could talk about something. Some of these guys getting COVID, right? A lot of these people starting to test positive with COVID. Weird, bro. All right. Each and every Thursday inside the 10 o'clock hour, we are doing Talking Hoops with the one and only Coach Thomas Roque. Coach Roque, how are you, sir? What's going on? Good morning. Good morning, my friend. Everything good with you? Doing well on yourself? Not too bad. Still counting the days before we can see basketball, and I'm worried that before we get to that date, something dastardly will happen. Oh, man. It, it, it's, it's getting there, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's in everybody's mind. I don't think they, they, they want to address it yet because they just want to see how the, how the situation unfolds, so to speak. But, yeah, it's scary. Scary indeed. The other thing that I think is scary is um, we don't necessarily understand fully how this spreads. So basketball players can't play basketball in masks. But if all of a sudden basketball players are getting the coronavirus for whatever the reason may be, is sweating around in a gym sharing a basketball the smartest thing to do? I'm just curious. Actually, no, it would not. It'll probably be one of the, one of the last things you'd want to do especially uh, with basketball, being that uh, you're sweating everywhere. It's definitely a contact sport and sharing the basketball, obviously, you know. See, what my concern, Coach, is that there's a large responsibility that's carried by the NBA. Um, Yes. Because whatever they do will trickle down, you see. So it's not just going to affect their sport, which is obviously multi, multi multi-million, multi-million, multi-billion, whatever number you want to use, it will also trickle down into college basketball and then trickle down into high school basketball. Everything gets affected. If in theory, if basketball decides they're not playing basketball, nobody's playing basketball. And that's why this old, old hoops coach, just go with me here. Let me be an old hoops coach for a minute. I'm just old. I'm not an old hoops coach. I'm just an old guy. I'm worried because I think this is going to affect the future, not just of the NBA, but of basketball in the coming months. Potentially. Um, but if... If you were a betting man, you'd probably say that there'd still be NBA basketball come July 30th, which I think there will be. Uh, they're gearing up to, um, and I don't see it stopping uh, unless something drastic happens where where is a shutdown. But as reports have been, the governor, Governor DeSantis, has said that he's not going to shut the state down. Um, last report, I mean, that's what I was, that's what I last read. So I don't see it stopping in Orlando. Uh, these guys getting ready i mean if you read um across the you know the, the sports the, the the nba world teams are getting ready oh yeah uh the, so so i mean if if we're you know preparing for nba basketball then you better believe that everything else is uh it's gonna go <laughs> talking to coach roque talking hoops with coach roque each and every thursday inside a good morning amigo let's uh let's pick up our spirits a little bit the one thing that I feel so good about is how, amidst all of this, I think the sport that has come out smelling the best, looking the best, and maybe on the forefront of American sport fans' minds has to be basketball. Basketball was proactive in creating a, a plan, and other than the little Kyrie Irving hiccup a week or two ago, Everybody's pretty much been on the same page. There will be a few guys that don't want to play, and that's fine. Uh, but all in all, I think that, like I said to you last week in your segment, I believe that basketball has an opportunity here to really captivate the American imagination and, and put and catapult themselves into the pastime, the American pastime. 
for a guy like you, it's been your pastime since, gosh, probably you were young enough to remember maybe learning how to dribble. Um, do you see a transition like that happening? And if so, give me the best reason why you think it happens. No, do I see a transition? Absolutely not. This is a football. This is a football country. There we go. There we go. The basketball um, coach is talking. It is a football country, um, and it will be uh, for a long time, I think. Uh, but basketball is really creeping up, um, just because I think more kids are playing basketball. Ever since the trend of like LeBron coming to Miami, uh, I think it exploded. Um, you know, different because you saw. Three stars pair up, and you saw this success happen, and you saw LeBron turn into this villain, and then he went back to Cleveland, and then you saw, you know, we know the whole story, right? Correct. And I think that Im- impacted throughout these years a lot of young lives, and now we are seeing now LeBron, you know, the veteran. Now we're seeing the young group that grew up watching LeBron. Now we're seeing them get into high school, and we're seeing them become part of this basketball culture. And I think, you know, basketball as a sport is going to just explode moving forward. Uh, now we see the, the, the maturation of LeBron James Jr. You know, his son is exploding in Sierra Canyon. So you see, you're going to see a lot more of that, um, you know, a lot more of those type of athletes. And that moving forward, that's going to be a great face. The youth is going to be a great face for basketball moving forward, and it's only going to get better. And in those, in that generation, I could see it. I could see basketball you know maybe maybe surpassing football you know and that generation for sure it's a sport where definitely um young people more young people are becoming influential in outcomes of games and parts uh, and, and and being main players on teams than it used to be 15 20 30 years ago in basketball so like even Michael Jordan, of course, he got all that playing time, and he was Michael Jordan. At the end of the day, there was kind of a rite of passage when you were young and you came into the league that you didn't immediately get 35 minutes and go rock and roll. That started morphing a little bit with guys like Kobe and LeBron. They came out of high school and went into the league. But certainly nowadays, kids are at least getting a year in college. But these young guys, the John Morants, the Zion Williamsons, and others are getting significant minutes in rookie years and playing big big roles on their teams is one of the shifts that this game is actually getting younger that the, the the power areas of this sport live with younger players than it used to be and if so how do you see that affecting the future of the nba um i think again it all starts with how lebron has changed the game i think he did gave the players more power in the sense of you know becoming a brand you know be having a following, you know, being a brand in multiple areas because also you think Nike, you also think LeBron, you know. Um, so that was like he kind of paved the way for these for these young young guys. And now, like you see Zion, you're expected, you know, you're a one and done kid, or you're going to you know overseas to turn pro, and then you you know come back to the draft, and you're expected to you know impact your team and make a playoff run and and, and you know have big expectations. And that is a new norm now, so to speak, for these for these young uh, protégés. Brother, I appreciate you jumping on. Before I let you go, man, this uh, COVID keeps to keeps peeking its head into our lives, and obviously, it's not going to go away until we get uh, until we get this uh, this vaccine up and running and getting people taking the vaccine. And obviously, 
there's a lot of concern on every uh, on every level when it comes to this. I want to make sure you're okay, and please tell me that at the very least you are sitting back and instead of commenting, laughing at some of the things that you are seeing on the news and happening around uh, the country that are inane. I don't laugh at the bad stuff. Um, that stuff's serious, but. Every so often, we have people acting like fools that it becomes comedic. Please tell me that at the very least, you are entertaining yourself this way. Because I know I am. It's all I can do to not want to pull the rest of my... Well, I don't have any hairs in my head. <laughs> Maybe for my chest, but that would hurt. But yeah, pull pull hairs from wherever I have left. Because bro. Like this has got me crazy. I'm used to shooting around, can't shoot around. Used to watching sports, can't watch sports. I just feel like a bump on a log. Please tell me that at least you're following suit with me and staying entertained with this funny stuff. Well, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I have taken up a new sport, a new hobby, so to speak, uh -oh. in, in this quarantine, and it's, uh, and it's golf. I saw uh, you on social media. Was that really the first time you ever teed off? Tell me the truth. That was the first time I ever been to a, a real range and actually teed off, right? I've been to Top Golf, I've played mini golf before, but actually, you know, to sit in a range with a real driver and actually, you know, I work on a swing, this. that was that was my first time. The three so of us I'm need gonna, to go I, play 18 holes. Well, I'll be so in last place. Eight. I'll be in last place. This guy's gonna beat me. I just saw his swing. It's better than the swing I worked on for 15 years. Go ahead. <laughs> it, it, so I've gotten the itch. So I've actually picked that up in quarantine. Um, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna stick with it. Well, that's a weird thing to pick up during quarantine, compared uh, considering that the golf courses were all closed for half of the quarantine, right? He probably started watching it, and then once he could go to the driving range with a mask, he started you know thinking about doing it. Watch well, listen, his video. I had a lot of friends. I had a lot of friends that 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 have spoken to me about it and say you got to get into it. You know, it's a great and it's a great networking tool. I it think. absolutely is. Uh, so, so you know, it's it's killing two birds with one stone, and you know the. The competition. Feeding two birds with one scone. Remember, we don't ever want to get PETA angry at us for killing birds. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. So, so I got the itch, and the competitor in me, you know, I can't, I can't move like I used to, and I can't play basketball competitively like that anymore. So, why not, you know, take up golf and, and pick up something competitively? Dude, you, you. Frank, have you seen the video? Is that what you're looking where, for? Yeah, where is it on? It should be on his Twitter. maybe. No, I think it's on his gram. It's on his gram. It'll probably be on my, on my, on my gram, yeah. It's on his gram. Um, it's his brother, who looks exactly like him, teeing off from the right side, uh, and then he goes from the left side. Uh, and brother, he creams it. Like, that's the first time. Like, I'm, I can't. I can't. I'll go with you guys. I'll Listen. I'll drive the golf cart. I'll bring the beer. Are we allowed to bring beer to the yes. golf anymore? Yes. You're, you can bring beer. Oh, yeah, we take coolers and okay. we take beer. All right, so that's what we'll do. We'll have a fun time that way. Hey, listen, we can put it on the radio if you want. We can stream it live if you want. I don't think Larry's going to want that. No, that's going to be embarrassing <laughs> to me. I mean, I'm sure we, we can put, we can record we, excerpts and can, then put it on the next we day. We can put a poll. We can put a poll who has, a, you know, who has the sweetest swings, and, and there you go. I think you're going to win that because as much as Frank plays, when Frank sees oh, his swing, swing is sweet. His swing is sweet. You have a sweet swing for never having done this before, bro. I have a baseball swing. Lefties always look better, though. Damn. That's bro. true, though. That bro, is true. Bro, they bobble. look smoother. Steve Young used to look incredible throwing a football. <laughs> <laughs> My brother, I appreciate your time. I miss you a ton. Let's, uh, let's plan on getting together, bro. Oh, by the way. Definitely. 
When are we going to see the the Coach Roque podcast? Like, are we going to actually end up doing that? Am I going to give you a 30-minute corner of this radio station to do this once a week and talk a little bit about maybe prep hoops or the stuff that you are really good at talking? Are you going to have time to do that, or is that something that I'm never going to see? Well, once we once we lock down the certain things that I'm, we're working on right now and those things kind of uh, mold together, then we can jump to the podcast. Don't want to... Put my, my arms, and, and you don't want to spread yourself too thin. You know? Understood, Coach. Understood indeed. And uh, and we will get back with you next Thursday during the 10 o'clock hour of the show. Until then, Godspeed to you. Let's get together, bro. I miss you. Appreciate you guys. Likewise, man. Thank you. Later, brother. Okay. As a champ, bro. This is a good segment. I like this segment. I threw him curveballs. Oh, I got a new golf partner. Today, I threw him curveballs, dog. Today, I really, I went. Like, I went up and in on the chin. He's getting more comfortable. Blown away. Yeah, but I gave him hard questions. He's getting more comfortable. I didn't though. mess around. Like, no. I gave him tough questions. And he, he giggled at a couple. He knew I was being tough. Um, 